Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Southwest Virginia Fishing Report with Matt Riley. How's it going, Matt? Pretty good, Marvin. How are you? Just trying to stay cool. I mean, I think we are officially in the throes of the dog days of summer at this point. Yeah, well, you guys you guys have it worse than we do. We, we don't. Have you guys hit 100 degrees yet? Uh, not yet, but we were in the upper 90s here today in Charlotte. Okay, yeah. I, when I was living back in back home in, in central Virginia, it's like we'd have 105 heat index by July 5th but, or July 4th. But where I'm at now, you know, elevation, you know, helps us out a little bit. I mean, a hot day is like 94, 95. And we've been getting there uh, late in the day, but it's uh, like when Ethan came down and fished the other day, he said he was surprised that uh, it didn't get above like 80 degrees until the afternoon. Yeah, that's pretty good. To me, what kills you is the humidity and the lack of a breeze, but that's just me. Yeah. Well, on the river, on the river, it seems like, of course, you're sitting in the middle of the sun with no shade a lot of times, but on the river, you almost always have that upstream breeze, which is a little annoying from a rowing standpoint, but feels nice sometimes. Well, I, I know we've talked about this a lot. I, I'm sure the game is top water, top water, top water for smallies right now. Yeah, it's uh, so it, it's been a little, um, really, I would say a, a little late getting going. You know, the river is just kind of dropped into summer levels here within the last like day or two um in fact we saw it change a lot on sunday where we started in the morning and it was a little dingy and it dropped probably about nine inches and by the end of the day it was clear and you could see a lot of structure and and uh the next day i mean it was it was clear and and uh pretty low and it looked like summer summer water and we did did a lot better, you know, had more consistent topwater action because of it. Um, but when it's been a little up, you know, it, 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 the fish are still eat on top, but sometimes you're just, you're better off, you know, throwing streamers or trying different things, um, subsurface. But I'd say if, if the pattern holds for the next couple of weeks, it'll be topwater fishing will be pretty solid. Got it. And are there any flies that you prefer over any others? Um, not, to, well, like I said before, you know, it flies with, uh, I like a, I like a pretty aggressive splat. So dense flies, you know, I don't fish a lot of foam cause they, they tend, unless you, you weight them somehow, they tend to kind of hang in the air and, and don't get the, I call it the dinner bell, you know, the splat on the water that really gets the fish's attention. Um, and then um, you know, just different colors. I think I've mentioned, you know, yellow, blue, green, black, those kinds of colors. Um, so lots of, lots of different colors will work too, but I like, like really sharp profiles and profiles that sort of imitate, um, common, uh, uh, repair or, uh, sort of terrestrial insects, you know, like the cicada is the big one in the summertime. Um, they have sort of a unique profile. So imitating those is, is can be key sometimes, but yeah, things with a sharp profile and things that go splat are, are kind of on the top of my list. Got it. And obviously since fish don't have eyelids, I assume the the game is to really kind of get out early and fish early and fish late and either fish streamers or go take a nap in the middle of the day. Um, 
Well, so, you know, I hear a lot of people say that, and I, that has not been my experience. Um, sometimes it seems like you get a, uh, you get, you, you can get a pretty decent top water bite in the morning. Um, and certainly later in the day. Um, but the thing with the summertime, particularly here, like I said, where we have elevation and certain times, uh, or, or some nights, you know, temperatures can, can swing pretty drastically. Um, some mornings, you know, like, well, in fact, I guess it was yesterday, uh, water temps were like 70 in the morning and 81 in the afternoon. So they're swinging quite a bit. Um, and, you know, depending on where you are in the river too, I mean, springs and, and that sort of thing will, will, uh, influence that, but, you know, water temp warms later in the day, particularly if you have sun up. Um, and if the water is, is, uh, lower just because there's less volume to warm up. So, um, fish will literally become, you know, more active, the warmer the water gets and the higher the sun. Uh, the more the fish, like you said, they don't have eyelids, so they have to kind of figure out how to mitigate the amount of sunlight that they're getting. So they're either going to go deep or they're going to go to the shade um, in shallow water. And I tend to believe that um, you're going to find most of your feeding fish in less than, say, five, six feet of water, just because that's where most of the food is. So that's why we have this uh, really strong shade line pattern, um, in the summertime where we're fishing up underneath the trees and that kind of thing, because the, uh, the brighter, the, the sun and the, and the, uh, the brighter, the sun, the sharper, the shade, uh, line becomes and the more important that becomes and the warmer, the water, the more the fish are eating. And so, uh, really the middle of the day, uh, into, evening is my favorite time got it well that's super helpful and folks if you have a question for matt if you'll send it to us on the articulate fly facebook page and if we read your question you'll get some articulate fly swag and then at the end of the season for all the folks that we've read your questions we're gonna have a drawing and matt's gonna hook you up with some riley rod crafters coupons and some flies well matt it's not a fishing report with you if we don't talk about your upcoming rural virginian article so what you got in the pipeline yeah, so um, this week I think I'm going to write just kind of like a fishing story. Um, I had kind of a cool guide trip last week with a a guy who actually lives just like a road over from where I grew up. Um, and he's been reading my column in the Royal Virginian since I started writing it. Um, and he decided that he wanted to come try fly fishing for smallmouth with me last week and so we got on the river and and didn't have great conditions but he ended up catching well his first smallmouth on a fly and it was about 17 and a half inches which is pretty cool yeah that's pretty um, good and it was just a nice it was kind of a cool like full circle kind of story to me and and that's kind of what i'm all about is just kind of bringing the whole outdoor enthusiast circle closer and and you know making relationships and that kind of thing so that was a that was a special thing to me so i may kind of write up a story about that um that's kind of what's on the top of my mind right now i haven't uh really put pen to paper yet but that's what i'm thinking about anyway 
Well, very cool. Well, I will link to your most recent article in the show notes like I always do. And before I let you go, why don't you let folks know where they can find you so they can fish with you this summer? Yeah. Uh, all my info is on the website. Um, it's mattreillyflyfishing.com. And uh, email and, and phone number or and, and a phone call would be probably the preferred method. Um, emails are easier just because I have them. Have them online. I can keep track of them and make sure I get back to you. So, yeah. Well, that that's awesome. Well, listen, folks, get out there and catch a few tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Matt. Thanks, Marvin. You too.